Welcome to another episode of VP Land, where we dive into virtual production, AI and filmmaking, and all the other latest cool tech and updates that are changing the way that we are making movies. I am Joey Dowd, your host. In this episode, we're taking a little break from our series of interviews that we've been having, and we're going to dive back into our NAB interviews that we did in April 2023. We got a two-parter in this one. The theme is focusing on virtual production companies that are making virtual production more accessible, more affordable. So we're going to focus on two products, uh, the Vive Mars Cam Tracker and AR Wall. And just a reminder, if you like content like this, if you like updates about the latest news in virtual production, behind-the-scenes insights, be sure to subscribe for the VP Land newsletter. It covers a whole lot more stuff than we cover in the podcast. You can sign up for that at vp-land.com or just Google VP Land. So first up, let's cover the Vive Mars Cam Track. In this interview, I speak with Ray Mosco from Vive about the Vive Mars Cam Track. Uh, and I'll jump in every now and then to paint a picture of what the visuals are that we are talking about. But uh, let's jump into the first one, and then after this, we'll talk about AR Wall. Hey, I'm here with Ray from Vive Mars Cam Track, and we're going to talk about virtual reality setups and virtual production. Yeah. Hey, Ray. Yeah. Hey, how's it going? Good. Uh, so yeah, can we walk me through what we got set up here? Yeah, absolutely. You know, about this time last year, we did a sneak peek on Vive Mars, mm. which is our kind of offering to the camera tracking solution, you know, uh, ACC Vive, you know, we're traditionally a virtual reality company, mm -hmm. but we have this long legacy in Hollywood or in production of people using our uh, tracking markers, our tracking bucks, our base stations to, you know, track people, to track props, do a variety of different things, you know. And so we've taken that information and we built uh, a professional class camera tracking solution called Mars Cam Track that, you know, is a much higher quality uh, tracking experience as well as offering some of these more pro um, features that are required to be very successful either in a green screen or on an LED volume. So uh, Mars Cam Track costs $5,000 and it is a, a, a few different pieces. So we have our rover tracking unit and so this is consists of the actual uh, Vibe tracker that's you know, been on the market for a long time. It connects to the rover tracking box and this uh, pushes all the data via via Ethernet back to the actual Mars box. And then here's where you can see all the kind of information associated with the camera tracking itself. All right, so just to uh, jump in and describe what it is that we are looking at, we've got the uh, actual Vive tracker. So this is the actual hockey puck sized tracker uh, that's been on the market for a while for other AR uses, but it works great for tracking your camera placement. Uh, so we've got this on top of the camera, and then we have a new device, which is basically just a black box a little bit bigger than the puck. And it's just got a variety of Ethernet port plugs on the back. And so the Vive tracker is plugged into this black box. They are both mounted on each other on top of the camera. And then running out of the black box is a long Ethernet cable, which is being plugged into the Vive Rover tracking box, which is a thick iPad-sized box with a big touchscreen display. And so this is where all of the trackers are getting plugged into. And this is what's doing all the processing for all the positional data and then plugged into the computer, sending that data out to the computer. You can see if you're using timecode, if you're using Genlock, you can see that information there right now. But with the scene that we're using here, we're Genlock to 2996. Um, you know, we have some teams that use use uh, timecode instead. And then you'll see the status of tracker units as well as the base stations. Vibe Mars supports up to four base stations. It ships with two initially. Okay. And we can support a tracking volume of about 10 meters by 10 meters. And in the, in the Mars kit, it comes with three rovers, so you can track up to three devices. We find traditionally a lot of our partners are using one of our rover trackers on the camera 
a lot of times one will be used to the origin point of the virtual environment that you're using. And then we mm. found uh, teams that use the third one for a variety of different things, either potentially to uh, run two different frustrums at the same time, or potentially using it for like a lighting gag if you want to like tie a physical light to a virtual yeah. light and being able to wash it over someone and also have that reflect in the virtual environment itself as well. Uh, you know, we're finding that the sky is the limit as it relates to that. And then all that data, it all kind of passes through this box into either Unreal Engine via uh, LiveLink. We also support FreeD, which is a more legacy protocol, but that allows us to support applications like Eximetry. All the positional data calculation occurs on the Mars box itself, so that the only thing going into your environment is just the data stream of the positional data, rather than the actual compute itself. So you're not compromising any sort of rendering on the actual environment uh, PC, because all the calculation happens on the, in the Mars box itself. So, and when you're going into wherever you want to send your signal, is it the data going through the box, and then your video feed is going to have whatever capture card? That's correct, that's correct. So you'll see here, we have a capture card, and that data is being pushed directly into Eximetry, and then the positional data is being pushed uh, via Ethernet, also in, into the, the PC, and then in your software, either in Unreal Engine or in, say, Eximetry, that's where you connect the two together. Okay, cool. Yeah, it's fascinating, because like, probably like you've heard, I tried to do the DIY route, mm -hmm. like buying the puck, buying the trackers, and then getting it to cooperate with the computer, because also like before you need to have a headset or sure. you have to like kind of jailbreak it to like that's right, that's work right. around that. So yeah, it seems to make it a lot easier. So I guess what sort of level of 3D expertise do you need to have to, or VR expertise do you need to have to use this? We're finding that a lot of folks who have not actually explored VR at all are finding very easy, easy use for using Mars Cam Track. you know? Um, the benefit of it is, especially if you're un familiar with Unreal, because you're just pushing a live link data stream, mm -hmm. all you have to do in Unreal is just find find that data stream and attach it to your, your virtual camera. And then the physical camera and the virtual camera are connected. And so right. it's very straightforward, you know. One of the benefits of, of kind of Mars is that it sets up really fast, you know. You can set up this kind of whole configuration in about 15, 20 minutes. You know, it's very portable. You know, we have we have teams who are, you know, putting all this in like in a, in a Pelican case or in a backpack, getting on an airplane, going somewhere, and, you know, being able to set this up very quickly and kind of go straight into production. And uh, I don't believe it's out yet, but you also have some lens trackers coming uh, out. Indeed. Yeah. So the other kind of special sauce of uh, NAB 2023, the missing piece of the equation that a lot of our a lot of our partners have told us is the interest of being able to utilize uh, lens encoders. Mm. And so Mars utilizes USB. We found that there weren't a lot. The accessibility to USB uh, lens encoders is very, very uh, limited right now. And so we found that if we, you know, it would be beneficial if we essentially released our own. And so here at NAB 2023, we're giving a sneak peek of FizzTrack, which is our lens encoder. It allows you to push Fizz, so focus, iris, and zoom directly into the rover unit, and then that data goes directly back into into your comp. Cool. Yeah, and so that's all integrates in that one central, the rover, the hub. That's so correct. You can plug it on there. Cool. Uh, where can people find out more information? Yeah, absolutely. This? So go to mars.vive.com to learn everything about Mars and to order one today. And just an end note, the Vive Fizz track is actually available now. So you could go check out their website and check out the Vive Fizz track to get both camera data tracking and lens tracking. All right, so now let's jump over to AR Wall. So AR Wall, a uh, company created by Rene Amador, and that's who I speak to, they're building it as virtual production in a box. Uh, so it is a small, tiny computer that runs Unreal and runs their software that we'll talk about, which makes Unreal a lot more accessible to filmmakers and people who are not Unreal experts. 
And it could generate a 4K scene that you could load onto an LED wall, a uh, rear projection, or a uh, TV screen. This took me a second to understand that we're not talking about green screen, so you'll hear my confusion and then clarity that it is about doing in-camera VFX uh, for virtual production, not a green screen composite, which was the demo that we had at Vive Mars Tracker, and that was sort of where the confusion came into play. All right, so let's jump into the interview with Renee. Renee, let's talk about, we've got virtual production, some cool kits here. What do we got going on? Yeah, so if you don't know AR Wall, we're a virtual production provider, one of the top in the world. We've done over 100 deployments, all in in-camera effects. So we're focused on in-camera effects and those types of real-time backdrops at our company. And what we're here showing off at NAB, two things. Basically, we're celebrating um, some of the work that we've uh, done uh, recently, including Muppets Haunted Mansion. Cool. Um, so over 70% of the shots of Muppets Haunted Mansion utilize real-time backdrops and Unreal Engine. And we're uh, really proud of that. The result of that work that we did on that show was a professional plugin called ARFX Pro Plugin. So we've been commercializing this for a little while. So it's showing off uh, uh, that. But really the most interesting thing is the beginning of the show, we started taking pre-orders of ARFX uh, Studio Box. So we're saying this is an entire studio in a box. Um, this is it right here. It is a little guy. But if you can believe it, this little guy here is just as powerful as what we were deploying on professional sets uh, just five years ago. Uh, that's the you know power of uh, processing for you, right? Mm -hmm. uh, so we're taking pre-orders on this now. Uh, pre-orders are four thousand one hundred ninety-nine, or three hundred eighty a month with our financing partner. And uh, this uses your smartphone as a tracker. At launch, we'll have uh, iOS and HCC Vive support. Yes, that includes the uh, Vive Mars. Um, and then soon after, Android and anti-latency support. We're also looking at lighting kits, maybe some robotic camera heads that would be integrating with this as well. Um, but the most important thing is that this comes with an ARFX app, which is a stand new standalone tool that we've built at ARWall that's specifically targeted at filmmakers who want to have a no coding, no scripting, and even no 3D design skill type solution for virtual production. So what am I saying here? This box can do up to 4K resolution on a single screen for virtual production. You have your creative uh, uh, content already pre-generated for you with different lighting iterations, color, everything that is in our professional tool set is actually ripped out of Unreal Editor and placed into the map itself. So all the virtual production tools that you need, color, everything like that. So this box is capable of delivering um, studio grade professional uh, results. And you load it and you're in Unreal Engine and that's uh, really how easy it can be. All right, cool. So walk me through kind of how you, yeah. you get the box. What's the setup going to be like? So you've got, you've got mm -hmm. your box. This is running Unreal. Yes. Can you watch me also through like what's the ARFX, what does that bring the plugin to? Yeah, absolutely. Unreal? So ARFX Pro plugin, what this does is it takes the tools that are normally stuck in Unreal Editor, in the actual development program Unreal Editor, and it puts them in engine into video game style menus. So they're very familiar to, would be very familiar to a filmmaker because either you've played video games or they're also similar to camera menus. So basically you're selecting your color, all your camera settings, very, uh, very similar uh, to that type of traditional menu system. The fact that it's in the engine makes it so that um, you don't need to uh, learn any of the traditional development tools associated with virtual production. Okay, yeah, so can you clarify, because actually that, because yeah. I've dabbled with Unreal, yeah, go for it. and I've like loaded Unreal, and then I've like tried to take the courses, but then realized like this is like, you know, an entire, to actually yeah. build things. So when you're saying running the engine, that's like you're running a video game. 
It's happening. like you're running a video game, you're playing a video game, but the game you're playing is making a movie. <laughs> and so you uh, select your, your weather, your sky, your lighting, you even have animation like you, cues. Easier interface, not having easier to like dig interface. into the million panels. And exactly. Then... You can use keyboard, mouse, or you can use an Xbox controller. But the most interesting thing is your smartphone is the tracker. Uh -huh. You don't need any additional hardware uh, at all to do this. And your smartphone can also be the remote control to the system as well. So everything that you need, basically, you already own except this box. This is the last piece. Cool. And so you would mount your smartphone to your camera exactly. to track it. So it's not like you're recording on your phone. You are exactly. using it as a separate tracker for your camera. Now that is coming uh, at a later point. We're going to unlock the ability to do tracking, recording, and AR overlays using your smartphone. So that'll actually allow you to not only use the screen as the uh, composited CG backdrop, but also have an AR overlay that extends the edges of the screen in that virtual environment. So basically, as you pan off the edge of the screen, an AR layer would fill in the rest of the scene. Okay, so you kind of like a set extension, you could have a like a small extension. little green screen, but then still be like in a bigger space. Yes. Look and like you're in a bigger space. Yes, and the, this is something we've already done at the professional level. We're showing it off at the Canon booth. That's a AR called AirFX Lens. It's a plug and play lens emulation solution. And what we're saying is that solution, we're going to get that into the smartphone. And that's kind of the last step here, having everybody have access to these tools off of their existing hardware. Cool. And uh, as far as your camera feed, do you have to bring it back into the box like the, to composite real time? Or? Excellent question. So the way that we're uh, perceiving uh, how to do virtual production, that's actually not necessary. We have the tracking data. And then on the smartphone, we would have all the optical data needed to complete that composite. And that's it. That's everything that you would need. So there's no feed that re is required to come back into the uh, virtual production box. So then you would just composite it in your you're editing. compositing literally in camera. As you're recording, you're getting final pixel. Walk me through how that, let's uh, okay. break that down. So, so, so there's going to be two phases. So the first phase camera. is it's in-camera effects. So you've got the tracker on top of uh, uh -huh. top of the camera. You calculate the offset from the tracker down to the sensor mm -hmm. or the nodal point of the camera. As you're shooting against your backdrop, everything would be captured in camera, in lens, just like Mandalorian or the work that we've done for Muppets Haunted Mansion uh, or everything like that. Are you filming on a green screen or are you filming on a, a wall? No, you're going to be using a 4K TV, a okay. projector, or an LED video wall. Okay, okay, so that helps clarify. I was, I was thinking green screen, but we're not talking about green screen, so we're talking about uh, what, what are some of the- In-camera effects. In-camera, so, okay. Yeah, yeah, so, so this, is, this has been our message to independent filmmakers is, look, green screen has, has existed for a while, and there's many people that have been able to work um, and make that those results incredible. We all know that, right? At the independent level, at the professional level. But here's our message. Doing in-camera effects, the hurdle to get to professional results is a lot lower than green screen. There's also less processing power involved because you don't have to composite and render mm -hmm. on mm -hmm. the device. It is just doing the rendering alone. The compositing is happening in camera. So our argument is that this is actually a more accessible uh, version of virtual production than green screen. Okay, Got yeah, that, that makes a lot more sense. And um, because you're not, or it's not, running the, I don't know how to differentiate, it's running the game it's, version of Unreal. Yeah, it's rendering the Unreal scene. Um, what are the set options? Like, can you kind of go to Unreal's uh, library and bring stuff in? Or is it sort of like a set that AR wall has, like for locations and look? Yeah, so, so when you go to the Unreal Marketplace and you download those scenes, there's still a good amount of development 
lighting that needs to be developed for those scenes. And that's where that's where people get hung up. When we sell to film schools, for example, um, one of the problems that happens is they've got these great LED screens, they've got the software, everything, but then there's only one or two filmmakers in a class of 20 that feel comfortable in Unreal Engine. So then it ends up only trickling out projects a little bit per semester um, uh, using this technology. So this solution of using pre-lit, pre-configured, uh, pre polished scenes specifically for virtual production is meant to jump over that final hurdle, which is you've got the tech in your hands. Now, how do you solve the creative content problem? And this is a solution for that. So we have our own marketplace of pre-compiled, pre-configured, pre-lit scenes. Cool. Uh, and one some more with the uh, the pricing breakdown of how and so availability. Yeah. So this window. is available to pre-order right now, beginning at NEB, and it is four thousand one hundred ninety-nine for the pre-order pass. About three hundred eighty a month with our financing partner. Okay. If, if you pre-order, it alone also include a one-year subscription to the Essential Scene Pack on the marketplace. That's going to be get you started within one hour. You're going to be shooting with this thing. All right, and that is it for this quick episode of VP Land. If you want to actually see the interviews, these are pulled from videos. So we have all of the videos of these over on our channel. So you can go check that out. We've got all the links in the show notes for uh, wherever you're listening to this in your podcast. If you enjoyed this and you are not subscribed and you want more content like this, be sure to subscribe in your podcast app of choice. And then also head over to uh, VP Land, the newsletter, to get our twice weekly email in your inbox. Thanks again for listening, and I'll catch you in the next episode.